Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, it's Tom Stewart with another Q&A episode for you. I get lots of emails every week, every month, and I like to try and answer some of the questions that I get right here on the podcast. So if you ever have a question about one of my episodes or about me in general or about paranormal investigation, you can feel free to email me at myparanormalstorypodcast at gmail.com. I always reply back, and sometimes I read the questions on one of these Q&A episodes. So here's a few of the questions that I've gotten recently. From Samantha in New York, do you think the pandemic is causing more or less paranormal activity? And that's kind of an interesting question. Uh, I'm not sure if the pandemic is causing more paranormal activity, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's causing people to notice paranormal activity a little bit more. We're all spending a lot more time at home uh, during the lockdowns. Many of us were stuck in our houses and the more time you spend in a place that has paranormal activity, the more likely you are to notice it. But there's also something to be said about people who may have gotten sick with the virus or people who became overly stressed out because of the pandemic. It's believed by some that people who are sick or suffering from mental issues or physical issues will become more sensitive to spiritual activity. Some people even believe that spirits are more attracted to people who are in weakened states for whatever reason. So in some ways, I guess the pandemic didn't cause more paranormal activity, but it may have caused a lot of people to notice it. Here's an email from Frankie who listens with his mom, Betty, in Florida. Hey, Frankie. Uh, what TV paranormal shows do you watch and which ones are your favorite or least favorite? Okay. Um, actually, because of the pandemic and lockdowns and stuff, I've been watching lots of paranormal shows. Oh, I recently got that Discovery Plus app. If you like paranormal reality shows or true crime shows or other reality type shows, the Discovery Plus app is really cool. I mean, it's got everything. And I'm not like being paid by them. It's not, I'm not like, um, you know, a spokesperson or anything. It's just a really cool app. Um, anyway, some of the, the paranormal shows I've been watching lately, uh, I caught up on all of the episodes of Ghost Nation. That's the show with Jason Hawes, Stephen Gonzalez, and Dave, Dave Tango. They were, you know, the three of them were originally on Ghost Hunters. And it's like a newer and better version of Ghost Hunters, if you ask me. Um, I like how they make their investigations about people 
both alive and deceased. And they always show a general concern for the families involved. Um, most of their investigation techniques, I think, are good ones. There are a few that I question, but I think they're you know, trying to experiment with different ideas, which is definitely a good thing. Um, I also like that they're involving other paranormal investigators from around the country to join them on some of their episodes. And some of them I even know personally, so that's kind of cool. Anytime they want to invite me, I'm, I'm more than happy <laughs> to join them. Um, the filming and editing seems to be better than the last few seasons of Ghost Hunters was, and they seem to be a lot happier doing this show. It seemed like they were kind of mailing it in on those last few seasons of Ghost Hunters, but uh, Ghost Nation seems like they're uh, excited about it again. So that's kind of cool. Um, oh, speaking of Ghost Hunters spinoffs, I was watching the first few seasons of Kindred Spirits. That has Amy Bruni and Adam Berry. Both were also on Ghost Hunters at one time. And I really like them, and they seem to be very sincere about wanting to help people. They've got great focus on history, uh, and the show is filmed and edited quite well, but uh, out of nowhere, they just started using techniques that I don't really like, like the flashlight trick or gadgets like spirit boxes. That kind of turns me off. And they like to use psychics, too, you know, in mediums. And, I mean, I, I'll, I work with some mediums and some psychics, but not many. There are only a, maybe a couple that I really trust, and I don't know. To me, it's just the way things are edited on TV. It doesn't really make mediums look good. It just makes them seem like they know everything. And so eh, some of those ideas on the show kind of turned me off. Another really good show, if you haven't seen it yet, is The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Um, you got to see this show. Uh, it, it's about a ranch in Utah. I think it's Utah. And... There's a ton of different types of paranormal activity happening on this huge piece of land. And the new owner has set up a ton of security cameras and hired a bunch of scientists to just study it. And they've turned it into a TV show. I mean, there's lots of stuff going on. Everything from UFOs, aliens, um, ghosts. Uh, they've got um, cattle mutilations and um, lots of different um, Native American lore and things like that. It's really, really cool. Um, it's a legendary place, and I'm hoping that they really do figure some things out. It's a good show. And all three of those are on that Discovery Plus app. Um, my all-time favorite show uh, when it comes to the paranormal, Frankie, is um, Destination Truth. I don't know if you remember that show. It was with uh, Josh Gates. Um, that show was always just fun to watch. Entertaining, informative. Each episode was like its own adventure. And uh, and they researched lots of really cool legends from all around the world. That was a good one. Um, least favorite. That's got to be Ghost Adventures. I mean, it's an entertaining show, you know, to a, to a degree. And if you like that show, it's cool. But for me, having been out there doing paranormal investigation in the past... Um, I just, I don't know, I just see too many things wrong with what they're doing on this show when it comes to their techniques. First of all, they like to lock themselves into their location, which I find that to be unnecessary and dangerous, and it just sets a bad precedent, you know? Um, they also seem to like to provoke spirits, which is also, I think, unnecessary and just a bad way to approach things, you know? I mean, some of the places they go are really dark, you know, evil kind of places, but um, I just feel like 
whether you're dealing with the living or the dead, it's better to just be respectful of them if you want to get some kind of results, you know? And they're also famous for using lots of gadgets that I don't even think have any scientific benefits at all. And, um, you know, I kind of question some of the things they come up with, too. I feel like they're more concerned with making a TV show than they are investigating paranormal. But, hey, that's just my opinion. So, uh, The next email comes from Kathleen in Connecticut. Are Ouija boards dangerous? Oh, well, speaking of devices that I don't really like. Um, to be honest, no, I don't think Ouija boards are dangerous. I have personally been involved in a few Ouija board sessions, or spirit board sessions, if you would, and I've observed a bunch of them too. Um, but I've never seen anything bad happen to anyone or to me as a result of it. But I do think they can be a risky way to contact spirits. So I usually don't recommend Ouija boards, and rarely do I take part in it myself. I'm just not comfortable with allowing a, a spirit to control my body in order to communicate. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to put your fingertips on the planchette, you know, the little uh, marker thing that goes around the board. And um, to me, the idea of letting the spirit control my movements, spelling out the words, just seems a little uh, weird to me. Also, I just think in general, trying to contact spirits in any way in your own home is risky. Because uh, sometimes you're inviting spirits or other entities to communicate with you that would otherwise have stayed quiet. You know, you might be waking something up. Um, many times it's families who have used Ouija boards in their homes that have had the most upsetting paranormal activity. I mean, it always ends up tracing back to that. It's almost like using a Ouija board opens up this door and you're like inviting spirits to come in and enter your home. And if you don't know what you're doing, they might end up staying there and not leaving. You know, like ending a Ouija board session isn't like turning off the TV. The spirits still want to talk. And so that can cause some paranormal activity that you just don't want in your home. So I wouldn't say they're dangerous. I just wouldn't recommend using them in your home without someone who knows a little bit about how to do spirit communication. Here's another email from Brian in Maryland. Why should anyone believe what you have to say about the paranormal? You're just a comedian. <laughs> you know what's funny, Brian? Um, I get that question a lot. Yeah, I'm a comedian. That's what I do. I don't tell jokes on this podcast because uh, the podcast is about the paranormal. But for a living, that's what I do. I'm a stand-up comedian. I've been doing it for 11 years now, and um, that's how I pay my bills. I write jokes and stand up on stages and tell them to people. Um. I've also worked in radio and television for 25 years, and some of the skills from doing these things have definitely helped me with writing and producing podcasts and books. Um, but when it comes to the paranormal and, and paranormal research, most paranormal investigators, they all have other jobs. You know what I mean? Because paranormal investigation is more of an interest. I don't want to say hobby, but it's more of an interest. Um, I've personally had lots of experience not just as an investigator, but just in my regular life when it comes to paranormal activity. So it's something that I've always been interested in. It's something that I've spent a great deal of time studying and experimenting while investigating. I've got tons of hours actively investigating and researching paranormal. 
And of course, I have tons of experiences. I talk about them on this podcast. And I've also collected and reviewed data and evidence. I've experienced with different techniques and most of the equipment used in paranormal research. So what I do to make a living as a comedian or whatever I do really has nothing to do with the credibility of paranormal. I mean, no one can call themselves an expert in the paranormal field. It really just comes with having years of experience. Sometimes that can be helpful in education to others, and I like to help people. I mean, don't forget, Jason Hawes from Ghost Hunters was a plumber. You know what I mean? Zach Baggins from Ghost Adventures, he was a wedding DJ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of us don't end up on TV making a living from paranormal. So we have to do what we know how to do best in order to make a living. And then in our free time, we focus on our paranormal interests. So that's basically what it is in the nutshell. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for your emails. Uh, I'll wrap it up there. Um, but like I said, if you would like to ask me a question about anything paranormal, anything to do with my podcast or any of the stories I've put on there, um, if you just want to get to know me a little better, or if you have a paranormal story and you'd like to tell it to me, you can email me. And I always respond my emails, and sometimes I include them in a Q&A session. So my paranormal story podcast at gmail.com. I hope you'll email me. And please check out the website at myparanormalstory.com. Got t-shirts and mugs for sale on there. And if you'd like to support the podcast, there's a donate button on the front page. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Stay well. I'm Tom Stewart. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.